Hello, everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of It's About Bravo. I'm Zach. I'm Modesto. And we are jumping right into it with the Bravo Tea this week. We have so much to talk about. We're recapping Miami, OC, and Salt Lake City. But first, we got to get into some tea so you know what time it is. It is... That's my opinion! Let's talk about the Real Housewives of New Jersey taglines. Let's take a listen to the season 12 taglines now. Some people are born great, and some are born Jersey. I don't start the drama, Hi. but I will stop the show. I say, when you have nothing to hide, <laughs> there's nothing to lose. You don't have to pay me a compliment, but you do have to pay me respect. My nose may be new. Cheers. But I could still smell a rat. I have a new king. Good job. Finally! But I'm still the queen of New Jersey. All right, so Mo, let's get into these taglines. Which ones are your faves? Which ones are misses? And what do you think? All right, well, first let's read them. We'll go, we'll start with Melissa Gorga's. Hers is Some people are born great and some are born jazzy. Um, Melissa has posted on her Instagram story that she hates this tagline, doesn't know why it was approved. Guys, if you don't know about the tagline process, they record from anywhere from like six to nine almost sometimes ten of them and they don't know which ones are going to get picked until it's released like the day that we find out um so she said she hates it she doesn't know why this was chosen sometimes they don't even write theirs like a producer will write theirs um yeah this is terrible <laughs> this is garbage mama so <laughs> i hate it i hate it when i heard it like it was like a jump scare i was like this is one of the worst taglines i've heard in like a long time like i really like it just doesn't make sense like is it tagline. saying people from jersey aren't great i don't it's like yeah it makes zero sense it's just like weird like absolutely none let's get into dolores's i don't start drama but i will stop the show it's okay i really I think it's cute. I think it's one of Dolores's better taglines. I I like it. Obviously, it's like, you know, um, starting the drama, stopping the show. And she clearly was, you know, what last season when she's like, I have enough. You're talking shit about me and runs out. So I think it like works for her. And she doesn't ever really start the drama. Um, but she will finish it now. Guns are blazing. Pow, 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 pow. Wow. What's that um, you know what moment that keeps replaying in my head from the trailer is when um, Jackie's like, you don't want Marge to be your enemy. And Dolores is like, no. You do not want Margaret to be your enemy. No. <laughs> yeah, I love that. That's, I'm just, I love Dolores. She's hot. I love for everything about her. Uh, next is Marge's. Hers is, um, I say when you have nothing to hide, there's nothing to lose. Obviously about Teresa and Louis. Yeah, um, it's okay. Um, I'm not like obsessed with it, but it's not a bad tagline. So like, I don't like hate it, but I'm just like not. Um, it's yeah, it's, it's not, like not even memorable. Um, I, I it will it will fall forgotten. I know. I feel like I'm gonna I feel like I'm gonna like uh, turn on the march this season. I don't know. I've always been a fan. I've always loved the everything about her. I think that she was the first housewife when she came in that it felt like a different show it stopped being just the Teresa show it, yeah yeah she brought in a new energy and I don't know this season like I've said on this podcast before even if this guy's like a piece of shit like 
what's like, why, you know, why are you bringing it up so hard and why are you coming for someone who's finally been through so much and finally in love? Like let her figure it out on her own. It's kind of, it feels shitty, but anyways, we'll get into that once Jersey actually starts filming or airing. But for Um, me, like, it's like, yeah, I agree. I think that like she shouldn't be bringing it up, but at the same time, somebody needed to. Okay. Like if it was yeah, real but it, life, it it's feels like, very cheap. It feels like, okay, we got yeah. nothing else going on. Bravo doesn't want to switch up the cast. So like, you're constantly just going to have to attack Teresa. And I, I don't know. I feel like I've never been the biggest tree stand and haven't been a tree hugger, but something about that fucking girl's trip really made me love Teresa Giudice. Mo is a tree hugger now, guys. I'm a tree hugger. And, you know, I did have two encounters with her in the past, like, few weeks. So. A week? Yeah. <laughs> like, I've I've been seeing her. We're neighbors, okay? Um, Jackie's is next. And it is, you don't have to pay me a compliment, but you have to pay me respect. Um, I, I liked like her. It. Um, I, I like it. I, I like it. I'm actually low-key a Jackie lover. Like I actually really do like her a lot. Um, I'm going to come out and say that I am also a Jackie lover. (laughs) People hate her. And I'm like, for what? Like, she's really like, you know, like, (laughs) I just love that um, moment last season where she's like, stop yelling at me. (laughs) (laughs) I love that moment last season when she's like, did you get that confidence in jail? Did you get that confidence in jail? (laughs) Oh, iconic. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Next is my favorite tagline. Jennifer's. My nose may be new, but I can still smell a rat. <laughs> that was. This is like such a good tagline. This is such a, a good tagline. Um, it's so I love my taglines funny. camp. It, this is campy and fun. This is so campy. I'm obsessed with it. I love Jennifer. I know people hate her. Like, I mean, obviously there's a huge fan base for her because she is messy but there's so many people that hate her but like i love her she's hilarious she's a great housewife okay lastly we have Teresa's, and it is i may have a new king but i'm still the queen of new jersey do you know she takes a pause in it i'm still the queen of new jersey (laughs) (laughs) the delivery is not great but but it's, it's a Teresa delivery. Like I'm like, I would not expect anything less. And also like her crazy tree huggers are probably going nuts, foaming at the mouth to this like fucking tagline, you know? Oh, like, uh, if we have Twitter. We saw they were literally coming. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, overall, I think they're pretty solid taglines. Um, there's a few wow factors, um, which is obviously like Jennifer. Um, and then I think every, I, I don't think there's like a bad tagline besides Melissa's. Yeah, Melissa's is bad, and I feel bad for her because I feel like they did her dirty, and it's like, come on now. So let's talk about the Roni T that Demois is um, posting about casting. Uh, so it sounds like the cast is starting to take shape, uh, that it is going to be three returning wives from last season. No one has um, confirmed or denied it who they are going to be. Um it kind of makes the most sense for the OGs to be returning with the cast that is shaping. So it sounds like there's going to be three returning from last season and then two returning vets, one full-time, one friend, um, which we're going to assume is Miss Dorinda Medley and Jill Zarin, and then two to three newbies. Um, so what do we think about this? 
So it also, there was two Dumois posts. The second Dumois post said they did reach out to three vets. They said one has already, is like basically signed on. That's Dorinda. One has been trying to get on for years because she's thirsty and is finally, this is her chance. That's Jill Zarin. And they said the other vet, you can guess their answer. I'm going to guess that's Bethany Frankel and it's probably a no. Um, but could you imagine how iconic it would be with this cast if Bethany last minute, because you know, she's a last minute gal. Okay. She is. She is in season seven. When she came back, it was a drunk night over Andy Cohen's tequila. And, um, and they said, (laughs) he said, listen, give give me a price. And she said a very high price. And he said the next day they Bravo called her. So listen, she could literally. And then when she quit season 12, it was the day before filming. So she's the last minute gal. She could come back. Um, what I'm thinking is it obviously makes the most sense for the three vets to come back. Listen, this is a Leah McSweeney stand house over here. Y'all can talk shit about me all you want. I don't care. But I feel like I I love Sonia Morgan so much, but I just don't know where her story can, is going. With this cast, I don't think Leah makes sense being a part of it. So if this is the cast that we're moving with, like I said, I have Roni Stockholm Syndrome. Give me any fucking cast. If we're moving with this cast, Sonia makes the most sense being part of it. Yeah. I yeah. agree. Um, I would personally love this cast. Um, I because I'm like so an old school Roni kind of gal. Um, Mo is more of like a give me young, give me pussy, give me kind, dun, 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 dun. you know, like <laughs> and I'm just that that way. I like my um, no, listen, Roni, I don't need Roni my, wives to be old biddies. <laughs> I don't need them to be old, young, because like I said, I stand like a Lisa Barlow and she's no spring chicken, but she's fucking hot. She gives good fashion. She's delusional. And she's she like, she is an age 10 though. She but is an age 10. Them titties is age 10. They social distancing. Not a spring chicken, boo-boo. You are an age 10. Oh God. Girl, them titties is age 10. They social distancing. Bitch, don't come for me. Por- Portia's best read of all time. Um, There's also been other rumors online. There was two names thrown out of two women of color that are possibly joining. I don't, we would say the name and you guys wouldn't know them because I don't know them. They're just random women. Um, there's also T that uh, the creator of Sex in the City is possibly joining, the one who wrote the book. Um, I don't fucking know. Listen, I don't care. Get a camera on them. Yeah, no, there's a lot of, you know, rumors flying around. Um, I know like Mo said, that Candace is possibly in talks. Um, there are people saying that she would never do that, but um, she never said never. So we're going to consider the Roni T, you know, maybe like who knows. Um, and yeah, so I just want Roni back. And I'm tired of rumors starting. I'm sick of I'm being, being violent. I'm tired of people lying. I just want my roni back <laughs> like literally <laughs> um yeah just give us my ladies and then i just started a roni rewatch and like mo like hates her but jill is that girl she's that bitch i fucking love jill zarin like i just like uh and then her and like um ramona i just will never forget the show me where the social register is ramona show me you want to show me where the social register is? It's very day classe, Jill. You would never do that. Um, you don't do that at an event. I mean, I don't it's bad. You want me, you want me to bring you up to the social register? If you want, I'd be happy to. I just think it's I didn't know, know where it is, but that's yeah. fine. Yeah, of course I know where it where is, Where is Jill. it? Jill, it's tacky. Tell me where it is. Jill, it's tacky. Just tell me where the social register is. 
chill. <laughs> show, show me where the social register is. Listen. I just stand. I stand Jill's hair so much. I think that at that time, like, Jill was at the top because she created this cast and she just had such a big fucking head. But I'm actually super interested to see how it's going to be with her being the low one on the totem pole because, like, she was fired so many years ago. She's coming back as, like, an alleged friend of. And the rest of the girls, like, this is their fucking show. This is Ramona's show. This is Luann's show. This is Sonia's show. So it's like, you're coming back basically crawling to our house. Um, it's not like she's coming back on top, like how it was when Heather Dubrow returned. So I'm interested. That's true. That is true. It will be very interesting to see that dynamic, which will, I think, think cause lots of friction. I think like, um, Ultimate Girls Trip 2 shot at like Dorinda's house and how Dorinda and Jill interact is going to give us so much insight into what a new Roni season could look like. And also, I'm wondering what kind of content they did get to make them reconsider Jill. Yeah, because it must have been really you know, good. Because it must have been something worth, you know, noting to give them the idea. Okay, like maybe let's just throw her in there for a little bit, see how it works and, you know, go from there. So I'm excited. I just want, you know, just get get my ladies back, please. Bring back my girls. Have you ever seen those montages where it's like all of them with Rue? Where it's like, Mm -hmm. bring back my girls? Bring back my girls? (laughs) 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 Bring back my girls? (laughs) Like, there's so many. Bring back my homes? (laughs) I'm excited for Roni. Like, let's just get it going. Let's get it going. All right. And that is... That's my opinion! All right. Let's get into the Real Housewives of Orange County. But I really just genuinely feel like you need to have fun on vacation right now. Listen, it's been two minutes. Can I process that new information? Can I get two it's minutes to process that? It's a lot. This was like a girl who's on my favorites list. You didn't eat, you didn't eat any of your dinner. Oh, no, no, no. Can you stop food shaving me, okay? You know what? I got a pile of anxiety and a shit of a life right now. It looks amazing. Oh, you know what? I'm going to eat the freaking potatoes. Ever want to watch me? Okay, wait, wait. But the potatoes. No, but I, I, if I can get it in my mouth, if I can get it in my mouth. Okay, if you're not gonna eat, just like be like low key about it. I'm gonna go to the bathroom. I'm gonna go with you. I'm just trying to manage. I don't care. Is that okay that I don't care whether Heather Dubrow cares whether I finish my meal or not? Is that okay? Am I safe? All right, let's talk about the Real Housewives of Orange County. Um, so this episode starts off with the girls shopping for Cabo. They're going on their cast trip. With Miss Heather DeBro, she's gonna fly them private. She's gonna wine and dine them. She's gonna show them that she's that bitch, still that bitch, been that bitch, forever going to be that bitch. I got Chanel now, bro. Um, did Nicole own this store? I don't know. It seemed like she did. Like she was like, she's like, I'm gonna, she's like, I'm gonna give you guys this to wear, and you're gonna wear this, and like. She was, like, handing them stuff. And the way that she was standing behind them, it felt like she owned the store. Like, this was her uh-huh. store. And I think... I didn't we, get that vibe. 
If anything, I got sales associate. <laughs> <laughs> she could very clerk. she could very well work there. She could be a clerk. Um, yeah, the, you know, this is well. It's funny because in this scene, like she still thinks she's going to Cabo. She still you thinks she's a part of this cast. <laughs> yeah, and and it's. I mean, we've said this a few times on the podcast, but it's it is now evident of why Nicole is no longer a part of this cast. She clearly did not want to get vaccinated and didn't wasn't able to go on the cast trip. I mean, Noella even has that shade when she's packing. Did you catch that? Yeah, I tweeted it when I said she looked at her dog, Rihanna, and was like, you can't come because you're not vaccinated, baby. (laughs) (laughs) And at that point, obviously, production has talked to all the girls and like Nicole's refusing to get vaccinated so she can come on the cast trip. TBD on her future on this show. But listen, I have something to say. And don't fight me because I know how girls like to tussle. And by the way, um, I have a question. And don't fight me because I know how you girls like to tussle. I'm not going I'm not going to get super political here, but if you're blowing up your fucking face with that much goddamn shit, you're afraid to get the vaccine, bitch. Literally. What is in that face? What? Literally. Because the makeup Literally. looks like a brat doll that uh, has done crystal meth. And then you got the it's it's a lot. It's a lot going on. Like listen, I am like, you know, if you don't want to vac- get vaccinated, I'm not going to, you know, I know you girls like to tussle. I'm not going to fight you, but this is the consequences of not. It, it, you can't go. You can't go. I'm sorry. I don't like. Part I don't know. Cast. Like, if you don't want to, if you don't want to, then you just got to realize that there's some things that you're not going to be able to do. So, but like, what is it? Like, do you know what's in filler and do you know what's in Botox? Because you've had enough to like uh, for a lifetime. You've had more than Dr. I mean, Jen. Do we, I don't know. Entire med spa. I don't know half the shit that I put in my body from the grocery store. Like, I you know, it's either. like. So I've done hard I drugs. Know. I don't think that. <laughs> <laughs> like what? I think I'm gonna get scared of a I vaccine. Know. But honestly, okay, Nicole lost her job because of this fucking vaccine. And it's really funny how there's just like a a shot of the jet later and it just says, Nicole couldn't make it. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the last um, we'll ever see of Nicole James. And you know what? Did you see her confessional look that was posted recently on Twitter? Yes, the purple. It was, yeah, it was so fucking good. It was a serve. I know. You know, it, and it, it's a bummer. It's it, it actually is a bummer because I, I would have preferred um, Nicole over Jen. At this point, Jen is not giving it for me at all. Um, I've given her a few weeks, you know. I'm, like, trying to, like, you know. I try to give new housewives, like, a little bit of leeway. You know, I want to see, like, where they're going to go, where their storyline is going to take us, and if they're going to provide anything worth substance. Like, I, and I'm just not getting it from Dr. Jen. Um, and I was I getting it from Nicole. Her husband's a homo, but... Um, she was... Nicole was... Nicole so, could have very well been a great fucking housewife. Yeah. No, we, I agree. We just didn't see confessionals from her, so we got no idea on why she was doing the things she was doing. We got... And we got the narrative that wasn't from her, which is what we get from confessionals is the housewife's narrative. And that's when they become a great housewife. Like, we don't know why she hung up on Noella. We don't know why she started spreading all this, like, tea about Noella, like, where that friendship went. Like, you know. But you know so who hit I it? Wish- Shannon said it so well this episode when she was like, they both 
told each other everything they had to tell about this entire group. And now they're spreading each other's shit. Yeah. Which means they weren't even friends in the fucking first place. No. And I never believed it. Cause you know who talks a lot of shit. I bet on the phone drunk as fuck at night, Emily and Gina, you know, who's not telling who's saying things, Emily and Gina. Uh-huh, cause they Cause don't those two do bitches it. are going down to the end. <laughs> and I live for that. Also, Marisol and Alexa, which we'll talk about later. <laughs> They're going to bat for each other. It's how you should okay. be, girls. So I want to, speaking of Gina, I want to talk about when she showed up to Heather's house. And she was like talking into like the ring doorbell or whatever. And was like, Hello? Hello. <laughs> and Heather's house is like echoing it. <laughs> it's just so funny. I don't know. It's just those little housewives. That was moments. good editing. It was really good editing. And then also like, I'm just so, you know, somebody on Twitter, I can't remember who it was, was like talking about like Heather's house looks cheap. All right. Let's did it in it. And I'm like, no, it, I'm like, did have you been watching the last couple of seasons of, of OC housewives? It, it has felt like we are in, Northeast Ohio to me, we're like in Avon Lake or something. That's what it feels like. I was like, I want to see opulence. I want to see like wealth. And Heather's got it. Heather's and got her friends the are rich. You know, yes. I just I'm watching Housewives. I'm not watching, you know. You know. You know, the girls who know. get it, the girls who don't, don't. Uh, more into this Heather and Gina scene, though. This whole sitting down with the inappropriate gift. So they've been teasing this all season. It was in the trailer, guys. We've been waiting for it. Um, Noella gave Max, the bisexual, a gift the last episode. When Max, Max her- the bisexual. Well, what do you want me to I mean, her? yeah, but the way you said it as if it was like her title, Max, the bisexual. I mean, it's all they're painting her as this season. Oh, I'm sorry. I mean, the true. bisexual writer. Um, and Noella, also the bisexual divorcee. So she gave her a gift and it was allegedly pornographic, which it just sounds like Noella picked up a pack of cards that were pride themed. Didn't read them because you can't read cards when you buy them. You have to open them. I don't I mean, think she it opened sounds them. Like it's, I mean, it just sounds like a gay cards against humanity. Like, I don't think. It, yeah, that's, that's what that my porn. sister said. I called my sister and she said, it's just cards against humanity. But it yeah, that's person. not porn. It's not porn. Is it? It's dirty. It's just a dirty game. Yeah, um, but it, Heather reading the cards <laughs> set me. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to play a clip of that now, guys. Noella gave her kind of a questionable gift. Oh, no. What did she give her? A pride-themed card game, which is very nice. Mm-hmm. You know, they're both bisexual, and mm-hmm. that's great. But so Max is 17, and I'm just going to read you some of the cards, okay? Licking that right, getting your Having your It's so awkward even just being in this room right now. Um, wait, no, there's there's more. It's like when you make that mistake of watching a movie with your parents and then there's like an explicit sex scene and you would do anything to get the out of that room, but you're trapped. The careless credenza. One funny enough had my name in it telling Heather Kind of made me laugh. It's basically pornography. Yeah. And it's not appropriate. It's not appropriate. Yeah. I mean, the bleeps. <laughs> this I was so I funny. Wanted, I want this uncensored, but a censored made it so much funnier. One of the, <laughs> um, you want to know what's so funny? It's like, you know, obviously we get 
our housewives censored here in the U.S., you know? Like Australia, y'all are used to hearing uh, these women like cuss and stuff. We we hear the bleep, bleep, bleep. But one of the things that I cherish is um, when season 11, was it season 11? Yeah, season 11 of Real Hustles in New Jersey, last season of New Jersey, where Teresa goes, Um, the first clip that came out of that was uncensored. Teresa, I don't really care. Listen, I'm not a stupid girl. I'm a fucking lawyer. So if you're not a stupid girl, fucking stand up for yourself. There's, there's smoke, there's fire. She's saying where there's smoke, there's fire. What are we going to say? What am I going to say? I, I'm going to freak out. I'm not engaging in this. Okay. I need you to admit this was a lie. I don't give a shit about that. Fucking bitch. I do you remember that yeah i screen recorded that shit so fast i have teresa in my phone i have that clip it's like it's just so fun to my hear camera it. roll it's just so funny why is america yeah. so crude why can't we say it's fuck crude. and cunt and asshole and bitch and pussy they can say pussy it's actually. crude they can they, say bitch they do too. say pussy <laughs> they, do. They, they also say bitch but yeah so this cards against humanity i i don't know i think it was i i would i want um max uh to you know play it with <laughs> little friends you know like <laughs> i want her to play it with the girl from the crystal shop i do too yeah, and doesn't her daughter turn 18 during this season? She's going to college, Heather. Like, oh my God. Heather you is know? Uh, such a prude. But I, also, someone on Instagram posted and was like, I think we like thought of this version of Heather in our heads. And like, now that we're getting it, it's not what we thought. And I'm like, you maybe thought that. But to me, Heather Dubrow was always going to come back as Heather Dubrow. And I like it. Guys, there's things can, I can love Noella and I can love Heather and I can love this feud. And that's mm-hmm. a true Housewives fan. T. There ain't, no, there's no picking sides to me because I'm loving both of them. I'm loving pretentious and I'm loving unhinged. Because <laughs> that's what they're both for giving. Me, for me, it's like, I don't, like, I, I, like, appreciate almost, like, all my housewives. Like, even if I don't agree with them at certain times, like, even if I don't like them at certain times, like, I just love what they give me, you know? Unless you give me nothing, then yeah, I like you have don't, to give me you know? nothing for me. You have though. to you have to give me yeah. something for you. If you give me nothing, that's when I hate you. Yeah. If you're there's giving me something, there's people. Way. There's people that like hate housewives for doing their job, and I'm like, hey. it makes. I'm like, like Jennifer Aiden. Like we just talked about Jennifer Aiden. I'm like Jennifer Aiden shows up to work. Are you kidding me? She I was like, what, in every what, day, and she goes right to work. Yeah. What am I like? I just love her, and she she's dramatic. She's funny. Like her fucking um, impersonations hilarious. on that one cast trip were hilarious. Where she's like, she was like, Teresa. <laughs> like when she was doing the Marge. Uh, like, you I know, like, like when you, I live for her. Do you know when you like go to work and you see the schedule and you're like, oh yeah, I can't, I love that I'm closing with this person because I know they're going to do most of the work. Like, I feel like that's what Dolores feels like when she gets like this, you know, like the day's taping and is like, oh, Jennifer and me are going to lunch with so-and-so. Like, I don't have to do any of the work because Jennifer's coming in and we know she's clocking in for her job. Yeah. No one hates the person that does their job except for you guys. And, you know, we don't mean you guys are listeners because you guys we are We just mean, you know, we, 
you know we just made housewives yeah. twitter basically housewives twitter is a jungle girl it's it toxic. is a mess it is like it is like navigating through you know the freaking rainforest it is scary it's tough it's a tough world it's a tough world we live in did you notice <laughs> that heather had tags in her closet that said heather's closet like a tag would at a store no <laughs> they zoomed in on it it was like you know when you go to a store and you're like oh what brand is this and you look at the tag the tags on her clothes were like tagged like with that you'd rip it off and be like oh the tags on this does anyone else get tag anxiety also like when you rip a new tag off something yeah i do yeah i'm like oh my god it's no longer new especially when it's designer i'm like oh um, yeah oh especially when it's designer but like um, heather had the tags that said heather's closet and they were very the graphic design was terrible <laughs> It was, it was god awful let's talk about what gina asked heather which was she was like i need you to do me a salad like just throw me a bone here and invite noelle on the trip and i go this is this has production written all over it i was like i'm sorry i was like they're like they're like gina, gina gives a fuck no <laughs> no no they're like Gina. They're like Gina. Your buddy, buddy with like Heather right now. Please get her to like change her mind on this because this is ridiculous. She has to, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm glad that Gina did. I'm glad that Gina did. You know, if it was overproduced or whatever, I, I don't care as long as Noella got to Cabo. Okay, but I hate how Heather was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna invite Noella," and they fucking blueballed us and pretended that we were gonna get this shocking Jill Zarin moment where Noella just shows up and is like look at the chiquita I wanted that so bad I wanted it more to be like um like you know like just just calm you know Heather will be okay just just get here you know once you get here you guys will work it out we'll make it we'll make it work but like just get here I wish it was more production always had Noella in mind to come I rewatched last week's episode the end of last week's episode before the new one and at one moment when Emily's like brings up Cabo Noella winks at her because Emma's like oh you're not coming and then she winked at her and I feel like oh. that, yeah, that was like a girl, you know, the fuck I'm coming. Yeah, I'm coming. She's like, yeah, I'll be there. <laughs> you guys can't see right now. We're just winking at each other back and forth. Horribly, horribly. I like, like I cannot wink. I can't save my life. Um, but so then uh, the girls fly private to Cabo. See, this is the shit that I wanted to see. Like, come on, Heather. Like, she's flying the girls private. Nicole's that was not a very coming. Small thing. Which, like, well, I guess to get into Mexico, you have to you have to test. What is it like? You have to test negative and be vaccinated. I, at this point, I don't know what the mandate laws were, but I'm sure that they probably had just changed them. Because I was like vaccinated. I was like, because well, never mind. I'm stupid. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Did you see Move this on. clip that's going around uh, on Twitter where Heather was talking on her podcast about how she gave Shannon an edible on the flight? But we get on the plane and it was like kind of warm and and Shannon had never been on a small jet. We took a light jet, never been on a small jet before. And so she was freaking out. I'm like, ah, take an edible. You'll be fine. And I have a video that is so funny where I'm like, I'm your plug. And she's like, our micro. Yes, I've seen it circulating. Yeah. And she said, I'm the plug. I'm the plug. And I'm like, the fact that Heather even knows the word, the plug, like what? That is so weird to me. Um, The fact that she has edibles, which also makes sense why Terry acts um emily's husband shane if he smokes weed last week not even weed and also like 
I'm like, let me find out the new I'm bros like, are huge stoners. <laughs> yeah. Like what is going on here? And then you're mad about your kid getting a cards against humanity game. Like it just doesn't, the math it's is not adding up, but also <laughs> I didn't notice. I just thought she was really drunk. I was like, Oh, Heather's is so loosey goosey on this plane. And then when they got to the place, she was so like, yes, girls we're here. And then she ordered at dinner, like Don Julio on the rocks. And I'm like, what? Like no, no champs. Yeah. Oh my God, Heather. Come on. Naughty. Tequila Heather. Tequila Heather. Heather. Even Emily was annoyed with fun Emily. She's like, if you say fun Emily one more fucking time, Shannon. <laughs> I'm so over that. It's not even it's it's it was never funny. It never will be funny. It's just like let the mouse go. Like let I'm the mouse over. Go. It. I will say what I'm not over is Shannon. I love Shannon. I'm sorry, guys. I I'm, I gotta say it. I gotta speak my truth. I'm a Shannon Badoo stan. I'm loving her. <laughs> she was so fun on this trip. She was good. She I was good. Love. The house is gorgeous. The house, bitch. One of the nicest houses that we've seen. I thought that I was like, wow, this is like the nicest vacation house. And then I saw the exterior of the Miami Hamptons house, which we'll talk about. Beautiful. I was mm-hmm. like, they've they're up in the budget here. Um, this is almost like. What house am I thinking of? The house that the Roni women went to Mexico in was fucking stunning as well. Yeah. This is giving a little bit like old school Spanish villa, but like make it luxury. Um, It's Heather. Like Heather's never not building a mansion, huh? No, but I will say Heather's moment where she was like talking about her kids was one of the like, mo- like by far the realest moment we've ever seen of Heather. I feel like it, yeah, was, I agree. it was like all walls down. And we've been, we were with this woman for five seasons before, you know, like we've been with her for a long time. Um, it just felt the most real and it like was really touching and it didn't feel bullshit. Whenever Heather is talking about her kids, there's no bullshit there. Heather is bullshit. A lot of the times, the pretentious, the act of it all, the fancy pants when it comes to her kids, like she's not that whole, that was like a really nice scene. I loved it. I, I loved that. And then her dream made me really sad. Yeah. Where she was like, you know when she was like oh mom would have loved this i was like oh girl rip my heart yeah and then she rip did my heart out rip my heart out she said that you know she had her kids they had their kids later in life so they're not going to be around forever and they really want to leave like all of this stuff for her kids and she said like in the dream only the older kids were in it so it's like leads her to believe that like they were talking about their kids or something and that's really sad beautiful moment beautiful moment for mr bro um let's talk about noella arriving noella gets there this girl is so weird so weird when she said that she (laughs) didn't bring the passport one then she only she's used to flying private and when she flies private you don't have to bring the passport you just bring like the passport you bring like i don't know some the passport card not the full passport card i think that is like a thing because my friend um i don't even fly internationally i'm so fucking poor (laughs) i don't know what this means at all (laughs) Um, girl, you need to get that passport. I know. Like, get on that. Okay. We fine. might need it soon. We might need it soon. Okay. I know. You know, so. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to need it for my 30th. That's for sure. Yeah. Coming soon. Ugh. What are you going to do for your 30th? Um, I don't know. You know, like I run with a fabulous circle of Gemini's and <laughs> 
all of my Geminis are turning 30 in the same month, like the same two weeks. Um, one of our Geminis, friend of the show, Maggie, um, she already turned 30, but she's just going to celebrate her 30 again. Cause it was like during like the heat of COVID. So she really didn't, you know, she did go to Nashville, but I think we're all planning like some trip somewhere. So, Ooh, but, you know, you want to come? Yeah. Yeah. You're if also a Gemini. It. If I can afford it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not uh, me. Not me being the Noella. Uh, you were a Noella. Uh, I got Noella, y'all. Yeah. Zach, tell them about it. So they can be an the <laughs> joke. <laughs> I got Noella. Listen, it's like funny. Um, yeah, I've like obviously been... I'm like a struggling um, podcaster, uh, Bravo podcaster. <laughs> That's my title. Um, so got a new apartment, quit my job, been grocery shopping for people. And some of my uh, really who I consider best friends um, just went to Mexico, just like the Real Housewives of Orange County. And um, I was not invited and apparently discussed in a group chat that uh, I couldn't afford it. And so I didn't get an I didn't get an invitation, which you know what is true. It's true. I couldn't, but bitch, extend me the invite. Like what the fuck? And then also don't be talking about my finances in a group chat. I really wish I could have just showed up in um fucking Mexico and been like, hola chiquitas, but and been an actual Joe Zarin, like hi, like 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 oh, I'm here, here I am. you know. <laughs> here I am formally inviting you to the Gemini June twenty twenty two trip. I can afford my the important stuff. I just can't afford fun stuff right now. So that's what sucks. But like, but it it would be nice to have been included, right? Just so rude. Give me the opportunity to say no. Yeah, like let me let me say no. Let Someone me. Someone who say can no. afford Mexico is. Heather Dubrow, this house that they're allegedly building, which looked that she fucking like she planned this house out. She drew this. Like, where how did she we get, get here? The, where, she always has a like a fucking floor plan. Now she's an like, architect. Out, like ready. Like she's meeting with the architect in Mexico. Um, just like, like girls, <laughs> you want to sit down? Come see this. <laughs> you want to okay, see it? Don't we, you? We have. Um, and and then Terry, he doesn't know if we want a garage for somewhere for like, you know, I'm like, yeah, you need to like, there's certain things where Terry is like right with it. Like you don't need, you don't need this. You don't need a garage in Mexico. You're flying in. Did you also catch when Heather said we come to Cabo like 10 times a year. That's like once a month. (laughs) Like you you guys are going to Cabo once a month, Heather. You know how much I wish. I think she my was mom still- was like, my mom was like, I just want to get a place for like my kids to like connect when they're, when they're adults. I'm that's like a mansion in Cabo. And that's, I'm like, girl, I'm lucky if I get a fucking dinner from my parents. I don't know what, you know, yeah, <laughs> you know? the only thing my mom is giving me is generational trauma, like, <laughs> like and anxiety. Like, and that's, that's true. Uh, yeah, so yeah. Noella, Noella comes to the dinner. Hola chiquitas, and she's just immediately being like a little like you know, asshole, <laughs> asshole. Yeah, that's the right word. Uh, uh, she did like, come in looking fucking stunning, though. stunning. Oh my gosh, them bitches up. I want. She had glam. She had a glam, right? Oh yeah. I mean, she did, she had did you home. did you see how she showed up? She off the showed. Plane? She showed up in like how the Beverly Hills women show up to Mexico. Yeah. Yeah. Shannon had Come a half ass sundress on from BCBG Max Hasbro. No, it was Shannon, Shannon wears designer. I'm kidding. But Sh- Shannon Bedore. 
is still trying to figure out are we in the glam era are we in you know bronwyn era because shannon's confessional was a fucking jump scare if i ever did see one (laughs) it came out of nowhere i was like whoa bitch what was that Uh, pepto bismol said hi pepto bismol said they want their their jacket back there's no blazer she like you know we she loves a blazer also she's wearing her hair in a very high bun with crystals all around the hair and i just think that like the makeup wasn't as severe as the hair and the blazer so it was like what's going on here it's like uh, Whole Foods in the face and then like Met Gala on top and then the hair and there was just a lot going on and she's trying she's trying she I'll trying. give her that when she said do you think that I care that Heather Bro's mad at me and then panned to Heather just being like mm, I don't like it um, I don't I'm living for Noella I don't get the fucking hate someone on Twitter is like Noella came in and within 10 minutes made it all about her and started all this drama did you guys want to watch Heather Dubrow build a fucking house for nine episodes did you want to watch Shannon ride a fucking horse in the water in Mexico like what what do you want to see because what do you talk about it's a flop I just, era I feel like constantly with Housewives Twitter, I'm just yelling at it like Ryan Gosling in the notebook. And I'm just like, what do you want? What do you want? What do you want? What do you want? It's not that simple. What do you want? God damn it. What do you want? What do you want? Like, I'm like, what do you want? Like, it it, it it differs every day. It's like, oh, it's too boring. Oh, Noelle is sucking all the air out of the room and being a bitch and causing drama. And I'm like, I cannot keep up. I'm getting whiplash from Literally. all this. I'm loving Noella. I get that it's performative, but like at the same time, like it's art. Like she's giving us performance art. She's giving us a Dorit level performance to where she has not steered away from this performance in six episodes. There hasn't been a character break at all. It's just been full blown, full throttle character art. <laughs> yeah, you're so right. You're so and right. She's given us iconic moments. Like we just fucking quoted the hi chiquitas a million times. The whisper. She's given us the dog named Rihanna. Like everything is just gold. <laughs> And I'm excited <laughs> for the future. And I'm excited for that mid-season trailer where she's like, surprised you even know what thirsty means. Thirsty girl, and I'm done. Kind of shocked that you understand what thirsty means. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about the mid-season trailer. So the mid-season trailer drops after this episode. Let's hear a little bit of it. Everyone's going to get along. There's people in this group. I will never be best friends with. Ladies, I smell full. Gina's ego, sorry, needs to put a little pin in it. I'm going to promote myself because I like myself. I, I don't like now. Shannon. Gina. Now you are a fucking liar. Shannon, we did make up, but I still don't trust her. I own my sh- She owns nothing. Done. Stop being mean to me. Stop telling me I'm arrogant. You are a liar and a thirsty girl, and I'm done. Kind of shocked that you understand what thirsty means. Okay. I thought it was a great mid-season trailer. I'm like really excited about it. Um, the thirsty comment was funny. Like, just 
It was just funny because Heather used the same comment that Noella said and called her a thirsty girl. And you know, Heather, that's not in her vocab. So she no. just took it from Noella's previous shade to Dr. Jen. And Dr. Jen was in the background while Heather was like, you're a thirsty girl living. She was living for the drama of it all, bitch, living. And I was like, yeah, I'm surprised you even know what thirsty means. And it just, the girls are fighting. The girls, the are, girls fighting. are fighting. The girls are fighting. Oh, yeah. and then. And then versus And then, then Noella. <laughs> I let out an audible cackle scream when it went black in the trailer. And then you just hear, Wah! and it <laughs> opens up and it's Noella just like screaming in agony. And I'm just like, this, this girl is giving drama. She drama. is giving telenovela. She is giving drama. Like, and then there's like a scene where she other. allegedly passes out and there's producers and people are picking her up and there's a shaman it looks like and she is rough. It's rough. She is She is giving one of the most dramatic performances of like all time. It's giving like Oscar nominee. Oscar nominee. Meryl Streep like, could never. Meryl, you know. We no. heard Meryl's an alleged Real Housewives of Beverly Hills fan. Did you watch that interview? Yes, yes. I mean, not the interview. It was a Twitter clip that we saw. But and did her- you see J Law's face when she said that? She was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. Jennifer you Lawrence, like, I filmed a whole fucking movie with you, bitch, and you never brought this up because we know <laughs> that Jennifer Lawrence is one of the biggest Bravo fans in the celebrity like universe. Um, and I can't wait for her to come back on Watch What Happens Live because she makes every Watch What Happens Live appearance just incredible. He's just so funny. And I want to know if Jennifer Lawrence thinks that Erica Jane knew or not. And I want her opinions on Salt Lake because we haven't gotten her there. We we need current like opinions from J-Law. We haven't had yeah. her on in a while. So anyways, that is our Orange County recap. trying to make yourself relevant by talking really even alexa your best friend threw you under the bus and said oh she got married because she needed to make herself oh, relevant no, did, did you not to you yeah you One did say no i didn't oh okay i would never say that first of all because it's not true marissa got married because she was in love with steve and steve is a great guy i didn't talk any the point is this. It's hard to be friends with someone that's judgmental. A difference in opinion doesn't make you judgmental. You can also have a difference in opinion without arguing. And you're coming in with all this, like, all these opinions. I should have an opinion on you before you have an opinion on me, and I don't even have an opinion on you. No one's ever told me Alexia's a hooker. Well, I'm telling you right now that Alexia told me that you only got married to make yourself relevant when and that the timing was convenient. Oh and I God. put that... On my life, listen, Where? on my but son's life, I said. Oh my so God. that goes to tell you how real I am. Guess oh my what? God. Guess what, Nicole? Alexia, are you going to put, are you going to put your son's name on the line that you didn't say that? Because I will. I don't know. Because I don't even know that I said that. down that I'm not lying. That's how real I am. All right, so let's talk about Miami. We open back up with Nicole's lunch with her father. And this, like, lunch, like, pissed me off. I, and I felt, like, I felt for Nicole. It, like, made me, like, angry, to be I honest with you. I would have fucked him up in the middle of that restaurant. Like, I would have threw wine in his face. Like, do not disrespect me, you piece of shit. That man was so fucking drunk. Like, he couldn't even get words out. And she's just like, what the what in the actual fuck? Like, I'm done. And I'm last done. week... Last week, we talked about how, you know, some people of that age will just not change. And he flat out said, 
I don't want to change. And I'm like, okay, like if, if like, if you don't want to change, there's nothing that I can do at that point and I'm cutting it off. And it's exactly like what Mo said. Like, sometimes you just need to cut those people off. I commend her for getting up, walking out and, you know, breathing and calling someone who actually supports her, which is her mother. And just, you know, being like letting it out, letting a good, like, yeah, yeah, it's going to hurt. Let a good cry out. And then also just, you have a beautiful life with your partner and your son and your mother and a gorgeous like house and like good friends. And you don't need that. Yeah. Did she get this life by leaving another man for the man that she's currently with, which we found out later in the episode. Sure. But like, who would it (laughs) Yeah, She left a school teacher for like a super rich investment guy. Like, fuck. Yeah. I was separated for two years before I met Anthony. What was the guy's name? Lanny. Lenny. And then, and then Lisa's face when she was like, Wait, his name was Lenny too. <laughs> Did you see that? We're gonna get into it because that dinner was the Miami girls. I didn't need there to be this much drama starting off because it would have felt like a little bit fake, but it yeah. felt like they filmed for a long enough to where everyone's little nitpicking got to each other. And Miss Marisol said, You wanna throw a bomb? I'm gonna throw a nuke. <laughs> <laughs> you wanna throw a bomb? I'm gonna throw a nuke. Um so the women are packing for like the Hamptons and everything. And uh, Alexi is like, Alexi is like, I have my sexy underwear, Todd. Like you would, he's like, I don't have sexy underwear. She's like, do you want to see your sexy underwear? And this part set me when Frankie was like, no, no, <laughs> no. That's um, <laughs> kind of a douche. <laughs> like, a little, I mean, a little bit, but he's cute. Yeah. But like, I don't know. He just, he gives very much douche, but Alex, it feels like Alexia can deal with that. Cause she probably dealt with like, toxic relationships i mean she was married to a homo for a while so it's like whatever we don't get much more toxic than gay men um especially closeted ones Woo, chile um i feel like she can just deal with it but todd is hot and alexia is hot. Woo, so hot alexia is stunning stunning um he posted pictures of pride so the miami reunion is filming today guys today is well, not today because I don't know when you're listening to this, but whenever we, the day we record it, <laughs> it's it's filming. Um, yeah. And Alexia posted like her previous looks, and I'm like, wow, her work is. She was always beautiful, stunning, gorgeous, amazing, but the work is so good. She looks so young, and it's obvious yeah. work, but like it's like good work. No, yeah, um, I'm excited for the Miami reunion. I heard that the looks are really good from some people that I know, so I can't wait to see them. Um, I'm ready. I know that they're going to give us titties. They're going to give us face, and they're going to give us titties. We're going to get, like, <laughs> we are going to get pressed out, out to their chins. Um, so let's get into the Hamptons trip. Um, the house is stunning, like we had previously spoke about before the exterior um, of the house is stunning the architecture of the house is stunning the bedrooms of the house are very low budget like somebody yeah went, okay okay, okay went okay, to target yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you right you right, right. Mm-hmm. um adriana in the bathtub splashing the water was a mess larsa was so mad it, it I would be too. yeah this is my room you fucking asshole and they clearly set up the bathroom of like and take your first bath here's a tray um they're giving us roni fighting over the rooms as soon as they arrive 
Larsa drops the bomb of everyone has to share a room because there's only five bedrooms and there's nine of us. And this episode was scratching the little Roni itch that I have right now, to be honest with you. Because Roni can have a full episode of just room fighting and then the first dinner in Mexico, which that Mexico trip with Roni when they're all fighting over the rooms and Dorinda's like, you're a fucking asshole. And then Sonia's like, I can't sleep in the room upstairs. My aunt slept in a room upstairs once, but on the stairs, she's never been the same. Just going up the stairs, I don't think is good for us. My mother cracked her hip and then she wasn't the same. Don't drink so much and you won't have to worry about falling down. It's not that complicated. She hit her head. I can't do it. <laughs> That's one of my favorite Sonia lines because it's so underrated because people just don't realize the level of craziness. But this is what that gave us. They were all fighting over the rooms. Lisa's like, I'm a grown woman. I don't sleep in bed with other people, but I will sleep in your bed, Larsa, because you have the nicest room. And Alexia's and like, Larsa's like, I'm not. Bed. No, Larsa's like, that. No, I'm not doing that. And Lisa's like, I'm not. I'm not. I need to sleep by myself. And Marisol goes, there's a garage. There's a garage. And then Alexia <laughs> said, you need to sleep by yourself. But you just said you would sleep with Larsa. And then Larsa said, nobody sleep with me because my jewelry's in there. <laughs> Do you think Lisa's going to steal it? I'm like, <laughs> are you kidding? Yeah. I'm like, are you kidding me? And then you're also just telling, like, it's. What's the point, girl? You're telling them that where your jewelry is, too. But also, like, Lisa lives on Star Island. If you know anything about Miami, she lives in a $50 million house. No exaggeration in that number. Like, she she doesn't want your costume jewelry, bitch. (laughs) Um, Alexia and Lisa are butting heads. Alexia and Nicole are butting heads. Um, Lisa and Alexia are biting heads, are, are fighting to the point where you know you've been friends with someone for, like, 10 years. And you know when they get under your skin and it's not like they're fighting like new friends. They're fighting like, uh, stop fucking talking to me like that right now because you know you're going to piss me the fuck off. Type yeah, of very that. Very it's that. when you fight with your friends and you're like, ooh, bitch. And I fucking love the Spanish in the show. It oh makes the scenes 10 times more funny, 10 times more like elevated. It's like, it, it, it's it's just so fucking good. Like I just what every Nicole single time it was like Alexia, pero déjalo. And she's like, yo lo, yo lo voy a dejar, pero ella no lo va, no lo está dejando. Okay. <laughs> and later when she was like, pero tú eres una tremenda chismosa. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, that was my favorite part that was my favorite part you're like you're the biggest gossip and then like, like alexia's so so good at reality tv that she knew that it wouldn't translate well so she said it again in english after she yeah. said tremenda chimosa which just means you're a huge gossip she then again caught herself and was like and you're a huge gossip like she knows <laughs> she knows uh, i just live for her i live and um then, and then when marisol and alexia are in the room they're basically just saying like she's a fu- nicole's a fucking ass kisser and she's just trying to get in this group what was the one phrase that they said where she's like she's a hairy spider or something like that that's not our culture that has to be that's cuban because that's got to be cuban because i've never heard that before so like when i saw that because my mom says my mom says some weird shit and it always has to do with shit too yeah there's always something but like it always has to do with like i've never heard that phrase in my life yeah puerto ricans say a lot of like like um she's most times like a, a normal it's like a spanish phrase used by every spanish culture for sure. Everyone uses the word chimosa, which is a gossip. Uh, but I've never heard the Harry Spider in my life. Yeah. No, I've never heard that either. Um, we got a little Mama Elsa throwback, which made me like, you know. Did you mm. see on Watch What Happens Live? I um, did. So Marisol gave Andy, which he, it felt awkward because I think he felt that the gift was too personal. Mm-hmm. He was like, oh, this this is a lot. Like, this is really intense. Um, she gave him one of Mama Elsa's last, like, rosaries that she had. And it had the hamster hand, which I believe is tying with 
some with Jewish, right? Being Jewish. Well, it also had the Jewish star on it. Yeah. So she said this one's for Andy. And I think she said that Mama also, Mama Elsa had said like this one's for Andy. And Marisol just hadn't had a chance to even see Andy in the past eight years. Um, so she gave it to him on Watch Happens Live for the clubhouse. And he was like, this is really touching. You have something for me? I do. Tell me. Oh, so it's in this box. Oh, yes, it's in this box. Sorry. Okay. It's for you to open. Wow. So, um, so um, I was trying to think of something to bring you, and it's one of my mom's rosaries. Wow. Yeah, and it has, yes, but actually, wow. so I, there's not many left, and that one actually had a hamsa on it. You see it? You Did see I, the hamsa hanging from it? What's a hams? Hamsa. The hamsa, the oh, hand. The hamsa. Oh, and it has really? the Jewish star on the hand. I said, oh wow. my God, that's for Andy. That's so That's for beautiful. Andy, and I brought that oh, that's one. So nice it has her energy. Well, well yeah. you know how much I love Elsa. I this is a very personal gift. It is. Thank you yes. so much. Gifts should be yeah. personal. Thank you You're so welcome. much. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Makes me tear up a little bit. Oh, don't make me cry because yeah. Jesus. Wow. No, you know, I was saying to you before the show yeah. that I feel like, yeah. I, I mean, I, I feel like there's a, a, you're so funny this season on Miami. I've always been funny. No, I know you have. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Like, but excuse me, I know, but when you're standing next to Elsa, yeah. she gets all the laughs. Yeah. So what I'm saying is I feel yeah. like Elsa is being yeah. channeled through you I a do little too. bit. You I know, do. I mean I do. and I would talk to her whenever I do scenes. I'm like, Mom, come with me. Talk through me. Come with me. People loved you. Help me keep you alive. That's great. Yeah. Uh, but this call back to Mama. He Andy also said. Like what I've been saying about Marisol, like it feels like Mama Elsa's being like channeled through you when you're going into scenes. And like when yes. you were sitting with your mom before, she took all the funny out of the room. And now that she's gone, like she's channeling herself through you. And now you get to shine and be funny because Marisol is being so funny. She's the comedic relief. She's hilarious. She is so fucking funny. She even like, said hunky dory in this episode. <laughs> I can't get. Yes. Um, so. Lisa brought her hairdresser, and Alexia is not a fan of it. It was Alexia so broke the fourth wall and looked right at production like, you've got to be fucking kidding me right now. No, literally. Um, we also, so we get this clam bake dinner um, that Larsa's putting on, and this is where shit hits the fan. And Marisol, they sit down for literally a minute, and she goes, let's play a game. Let's play... <laughs> That's Let's play a game. <laughs> no, but it's like it's not. That's not even a game. That's just like rude. Like she's that's like, who do you rude. trust the least? Like who do you trust the least at this table? And everyone's like, I'm not playing that. And they're like, Marisol, you go. And she's like, mm, I think I trust Nicole the least. <laughs> and then like Nicole so was like, what? Out. And then she was like, Nicole. Yeah, I trust Nicole the least. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, well, you're going to say why? She's like, you just talk like a lot of shit. Like, you've been saying this. Like, she's just dropping bombs. And the way that Nicole was reacting, though, like, Nicole, like, like that was definitely, like, an ambush. You know, That was like, an ambush. Out of nowhere. It was every but, single person at the table. And Julia tried to stick up for Nicole. And then Kiki was just in the corner, ooh, and an eye the whole time. Um, but, like, Nicole definitely probably said it. Just the way, just the, the how I read her body language with, like, oh, certain things. Like, and she never said, she never said, I never said that. She just said, I I know. I said that her floors were, like, slippery. Like, it's like, okay, so you were talking about her house. So first, Marcel calls uh, Nicole out for talking shit about Lisa and Lenny. And then she calls her out for saying that Larsa is a hooker. And when she was like, no, I, I, I. 
I even went and looked into your OnlyFans. So you were looking, like you were thinking about it. Yeah, so you, you like, were. Yeah, you so were like, talking about that. And then you have Larsa and Lisa just being like, what in the actual fuck? Like Lisa and Nicole are but like fucking like best friends all of a sudden. And yeah. Alexia and Marissa are like, no, 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 we don't like this. Like Lisa's our friend. Um, and this is like a main reason why they're starting this shit and starting the drama. And you just see like, it's like the wheels are turning in Lisa's head. And she's like, no, I, this is not the girl I thought she was. But Nicole rolled with every single punch that came to her. Yeah. It was just, no just hard when four women are yelling at you and you're like, and then she went, um, that was like, uh, she went for the jugular and tried to say that Alexia was talking shit about Marisol and said that Marisol only married her husband because of timing or money or something like relevant. that. To stay relevant to what what did she Alexia say to um, Alexia Foley? My favorite, my favorite Nicole quote is um, Marisol, you are so bored with your life. Marisol, you are bored in your life and you are trying to make yourself relevant. By and you just want to stay relevant. Like that was like my favorite. Um, I also loved um Larsa's stay out of it, like you normally do. See, and then Lisa was like, What? And she's like, Lisa. Pick a new team. Stay picking a new team. Stay. <laughs> it was like everyone was like firing at all cylinders. And then Kiki's like, oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. And Larsa's like, Kiki, say, oh my God, one more time. <laughs> Keep saying, oh my God. Like, what? Like, what do you mean? He's like, I don't know what to say. I'm just, I'm just, oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> like, Larsa came in and literally i mean she low-key annihilated nicole when she was like all you do is talk shit you sit there and run your fucking mouth and watch your fucking self she like woke fucking the fuck up this episode she like she woke up so woke like, i'm that bitch don't remember it she's like this is why i got that mojito and this is why i'm an og don't forget it you know don't forget it it reminded me of did you watch like every episode of the kardashians um, no, the old seasons, yes, but then the new seasons I fell off because the thing with the Kardashians that was different. I used to be such a Kardashian stan. The thing that's different about the Kardashians and about the Real Housewives is that the Real Housewives, there's some kind of mystery to what goes on during filming. Obviously, you hear some rumors here and there, but like when you're watching the show, you don't know what's going to happen. Um, where like with the Kardashians, keeping up is just going on instagram on their instagrams right you know what i'm saying like it's like it's like everything that they post and everything that's like on the tablets and everything is everything that you're going to see in the season so like but like what i love about the kardashians is you get the real or like their narrative of the story that came out and you get like in real time them finding out about the story going to press i have watched unapologetically every single episode of keeping up with the kardashians there's not an episode that i've missed but there is an episode where they go to miami and Larsa destroys one of Kendall's friends or one of um, Courtney's friends, sorry, in this like exact way. Like she goes the fuck in and I'm like, oh, this is why you need to come back to Housewives. And she gave Nicole that same energy. She made the girl cry. The girl left the table crying. And I'm proud of Nicole for not leaving the table crying because it just felt like she stood there and like Julia was saying... Julia was like, okay, this everyone's attacking this girl and like not even giving her like a chance to like even take a second before the next person starts. And Larsa's fucking argument of like, Larsa's only thing was, well, you had to get out of wedlock. Well, bitch, fuck off. You've shown your pussy to half the fucking world for $10 a month. <laughs> like, shut up. Who are you to judge? Because I don't care 
I'm no one to judge a sex worker or someone who's had a kid out of wedlock. Who the fuck cares? Either way. And Julia said, listen, I'm not just defending her because I've had three kids out of wedlock. But anyways, like, what are you now? Like a Christian fucking Bible thumping woman. That's like, you got to be married with a man. But it's like, I can't imagine being not being married to a man and having a kid by him. Okay. So I can't imagine dating a fucking 21 year old that went to jail the next month and cheated on his baby mama with you in Miami. Like period. (laughs) Okay. All right. All right. Mojo. And then now I'm having a drink of my tea. Did she stutter? Did she stutter? No, she did not. Oh. oh my gosh. No, this dinner was everything. I loved it. I thought it was so good. I think the women have like given us, you know, really good content. I feel like Miami is delivering on all cylinders and I'm ready for next week's episode. Um, not sleep on Miami, yeah. guys. Do not sleep on Miami. So okay, another that, moment though that we didn't say was uh, when Lisa looked at Adriana and said, Adriana, are you going to speak? Or are you just going to keep eating your corn? And she said, I'm done today, baby. Talk to me again tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> she said, I'm not touching this one. No, ma'am. Adriana has looked so fabulous in press, but on the show, she's looked like so rough in like every single scene. Yeah unkept and then like the scenes where she got like her hair looks dirty but also she was getting a degree at harvard at this time and filming yeah, a reality show so maybe she didn't have time to take a bath yeah who knows? that's why she jumped in that bath as soon as they got to the as soon as she got there she's a bitch I, I gotta take a shower well anyways that is our miami recap let's get into salt lake city Sweetie, you have no idea what I know. No, you have no idea my face. You and just stay out of my room. I swear to God, if you have anything to do with the bullshit charges against against me, you're disgusting. Charges against you. You're disgusting. Get out of my face. You're disgusting. Move out of my face. Your vagina. All right, let's talk about Salt Lake City. We continue where the last episode left off, which is the bus fight between Lisa Barlow and Jen Shaw. I lived lived i want next halloween i want to do a a, a couple's costume with somebody as lisa barlow and jen shaw and i want to be jen shaw i want to be wearing a black wig with like a leather (laughs) fucking romper and like pink slippers and like screaming (laughs) i just thought it was so fucking funny he was ready to fuck these up and lisa was ready to fuck her up as well it was crazy they fully were like hitting each other like the producer had to get in we got to see the producer who apparently just sits there with AirPods in like, while they're on the bus. <laughs> it was crazy. I was like, I'm completely obsessed with all of this. Like, and then and they I- made up in two seconds, which was so chaotic when Jen was like, you, they got nothing on me. This is and, then, and she's like, someone's doing this. I don't know if it's Whit. I don't know if it's Meredith or Mary. And then, and then Whitney, like full on with like her whole chest is like, and that's fucked. And we're going to find out who did this. If someone did this, we're going to find it out. We're going to find out the truth. And I was like, I just like love Whitney right now. Sorry. Like, okay. I love her. There's also a lot of Whitney hate online. And I'm like, I don't understand it because 
a lot of the hate is, oh, well, she set up this spiritual meditation retreat and now she's starting drama at the table. Okay, bitch, it's called moving the story along. Does she need to take a class and like Tamara judges like producing a housewives show? Yeah, maybe a little bit, but like it's the second season. She's moving the story along and she's doing the job that a lot of people aren't. She's doing the heavy lifting. And sometimes the housewives that do the heavy lifting get the most hate. It's true. It is true. It's um, true. I just, this whole fucking bus ride was insane to me. The, the semis honking and moving on the side. Lee Sun Jen making up in two seconds was wild. I'm like, what is that's going what on? I love. That's what I love about these women is that they will go to blows. Like, I mean, Jen and Lisa were at each other, each other's throats. And by the end of that bus ride, Kiki and laughing. Like, I mean, like, it's like we keep it moving, keep it pushing, you know, do your job and then let's move on. Let's, let's keep it going. So I, I live. Not a lot of franchises do that. No, they hold on to it forever. And unfortunately, like, and that's why Meredith would be like a Beverly Hills girl. Like Meredith like holds on to this shit. Like, you know, I realize that she's filming a show. You know who realizes they're filming a show? Potomac, New York, Atlanta. They know they realize we're filming a show. They fight and they Potomac probably does it the best to where they just move on in a second. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. The next I'm going to your house for dinner. The next episode after I just, I'd say Potomac does it very well. But there's like, no one the, the best, the best. Yeah. No, I don't think, I don't think anybody moves on like Potomac does. Atlanta sometimes has the, um, holds the grudges. Like they do. Yeah. I do. Like, I will Nini, say the road Kenya, like, Candy, like they all like will hold grudges for a little bit. Um, but they did say that Candy wanted to rape somebody. That was, okay, that was a different situation. Should have held that grudge. That was a grudge you should have held. That was a different, very different, <laughs> very different situation. Um, but a grudge nonetheless against not against. I, I'm not faulting her at holding a grudge against Phaedra, but she held a grudge against Portia for a long time. Which, like, looking back, like. I don't think like I know you're a Portia stan. I know. And I love Portia too, but looking back, because I rewatched like some of that episode or whatever. Do you? It doesn't feel like what? It. What? Do you love Portia? I do love Portia as a reality television personality, but I also know when to hold them accountable. And I think that she was and especially with some of the behavior that she's been displaying. But um the season nine reunion, she really just like she really just jumped ship and took like no, she jumped. Why? She, jumped. she saw she knew. She, she saw no. I think that she knew you, that like no. She thought that it came firsthand from somebody. No, yes, it came from. But but Rage but also, but she was re- going on and repeat. It doesn't matter like who it came from. Like she was still going around and repeating it. Like and then she saw that like how bad it was and how like whoa no, wait if we were actually going you, around saying. If someone's oh, here if your best, if your best here, friend, here she goes, here listen, she goes, she's starting. Hold my mic. She's starting. If your best friend comes to you, cause they were the freaking frack, the best friends of that franchise comes to you and says, I heard that they said they wanted to do this to you. And you're like, oh my God, you heard that from like a very reliable source. And then you're saying, oh no, I didn't hear it from this person. I didn't hear it from candy. I heard it from somebody else. Like, okay, now that's a whole fucking lie. Because you're saying that you heard it from the person's mouth. And then at the reunion, you're coming and saying, actually, I didn't hear it from the person's mouth. I heard it from someone else's. That's a shock. That's like, well, that's, this is a whole different story. Now you're saying hearsay instead of saying fact. 
but she still wasn't hearing it from like candy like she was hearing it from someone else she's not friends with candy like that she's best it's just like i don't know listen we're talking about salt lake city let's get back to that (laughs) i was just mad that i came for his fave for like two seconds i like i'm sorry i'm sorry i gotta be honest Mo, I've got to be, I've got to be honest. I'm sorry, Porsche is my problematic fave, but I got to be honest as well, okay? <laughs> She's pretty problem. Did you see her picture with uh, Simon? Yes, I saw. Okay, <laughs> it's hard being a Porsche stand out here these days. I saw. I tried to ignore it. I, I didn't send it to I, any group chat for a reason. I know you didn't. I know you didn't. I went to go post it on the Instagram story. For those of you guys that don't know. I also didn't post it on our Instagram story. I went me. to go. to put, I almost posted it on the Instagram story. And then I t- and then I deleted it because I was like, Mo would just not appreciate it. So I'm just going to like, you know, because then he, I was like, people wouldn't know, like, whatever. For those of you who don't know what we're talking about. Um, Simon Gubadia, Portia's fiance, who was Love previously married, married <laughs> say Gubadia again. <laughs> previously married uh, to Fallon Gubadia. Um, <laughs> he was married to Fallon, and um, there's this picture of Fallon in front of what kind of car is it? I think it is a Rolls Royce. Okay, there's a picture of, of Fallon in front of this Rolls Royce with like orange interior, it's like silver and everything in front of the house. And she's like posing, you know, posing in front of this car. Now there's a picture of Portia pretty much in like this, almost the same, like, you know, kind of stance or whatever, almost like very like similar outfits, same car, everything. And it just looks, it's a a Rolls Royce ghost with purple interior. That's a very, it just looks, it's it's so embarrassing. It looks so tacky. It's so embarrassing. It is very embarrassing. I have it screen saved in my camera roll. And I also went to go post it on the story. And I said, you know what? My girl's been getting a lot of hate. I don't need it on my account. And I'm (laughs) glad that you looked out for me and also didn't post it on our account. I did. Now think now carry that energy. Keep that same energy when Jill does something. Okay. Just keep that same energy for me. No. Okay. You're right. I will. All right. Um, Meredith and Mary arrive um, and Heather's like filling them in on the fight. Mary is like, I wish I could have seen it. You know, it sucks how everything went down with Mary because I love Mary as a housewife. Like she's hilarious. And Mary was living for the tea when they told her about this fist fight. She was in the corner like, I I wish I was there. Um, This house looks like a 70s porn set. It was a little tacky. It wasn't the Hamptons house and it wasn't the house that Heather Dubrow took them to. I will say that. That pool looked like a Motel 6 at best. It did. It remind when I was, it's funny because when I was watching it, I was like, oh my gosh, I could see my friends here. And it's like, plus we probably have been to something like that. You know, it's yeah, like very like low budget. In our early 20s and couldn't afford anything. Um, what did you and, think of the ceremony thing? Um, I thought it was right up my alley. I would listen. What was her name? The woman who did the ceremony? But Benita or something like that. Benita, if Benita told me to like strip naked, throw myself with some rose petals, and say like Jesus' name ten times in a mirror or something, I would do it. Benita was giving me life. She's very much up my alley, as you guys know on this podcast. I'm a crystals girl. I'm a staging girl. I'm a man of the universe. I'm a manifesting queen. I'm a meditator. I'm all of the spiritual things, and I want to go see Benita. What did you think of it? Uh, what I will say another thing. What sent me was. So they're doing this spiritual retreat and it's all being set up by Whitney. 
the girls are trying to beat sunlight and Meredith and Mary are very late. And Whitney's like, if we don't beat sunlight, we're going to lose half the ceremony. So Meredith makes it. She doesn't show up in the all white that they're supposed to show up, but she does make it. Mary makes it very late. And Mary comes about halfway through the ceremonies and just standing in the back while they're in this circle doing this like spiritual ritual. And Mary's in the back and Whitney's like, Mary, like Mary, come join. And Mary's like, "Uh, I'm good. I'm good. (laughs) <laughs> i'm just gonna stand on this i'm just gonna stand why on are you rock. just standing on this rock in heels like what mary go back on the bus like you're weird so weird i don't know and it's just like mary is just so rude like she's just so rude she's like she rude. she truly is just like unhinged and rude and i'm like just participate you know just participate it was just it it was rough for Mary. Um, I will say by this point though, Jen Shaw is three sheets to the wind. That woman is drunk as fuck. They play a montage of how Jen has been drinking nonstop from like a hydro flask um <laughs> since they got onto the bus. So the physical altercation with Lisa Barlow. That was, they chalk that up to being drunk. Jen is like basically half naked right before they go on this thing and like drunk, trying to put her makeup on. And Whitney and Heather, like, just get some clothes on Jen and come on. Um, Jen is just wasted. They're all wasted. Whitney's also lit up by the time they get to dinner. They're all just, you can tell the girls, the girls have been drinking for sure. Let's talk about, let's talk about this dinner because this dinner is, I think it's going to go down. Oh, it's going to go down in Housewives history when we look, especially in Salt Lake City history, when we look at like a season five or six, we're going to be talking about the season two dinner. Mary basically- The Zion dinner. The Zion dinner. Mary or uh, Whitney brings up basically all the stuff that's been going on with Jen, with Meredith, basically just everything that's been going on, especially the private investigator of it all. Jen brings that up. It's like everybody's firing on all cylinders and- Whitney is like, why are we even here if none of us can get along? It reminded me of Dorinda. And if we can't, you cannot get all behave. Then you all go home. Um, you know, it's <laughs> it's really like kind of like telling of like Jenny with like the criminal stuff, you know, where shit like where like the signs were there with Jenny. The signs were there. Now watch you know, we just get back. I'm like, ooh, it's making sense. I'm like, I'm not a fucking criminal, Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that killed me. That killed um, me. When Meredith basically said that Jenny called Jen a criminal, and Jenny's like, I didn't call her a criminal. I said, like, if what she did was criminal, then I don't want to be around her. Jen hears none of this. She just heard Jen criminal, and she goes, I'm not a fucking criminal, Jenny. <laughs> and mind you, Jen is still drunk as fuck at this point. So she's ready to fight. Jen gets up from the table at one point, goes into the kitchen, and is like, they're fucking fake as fuck out there. You want me to help you cook? <laughs> and she's taking yeah. iceberg lettuce or romaine lettuce and dipping it into like white rice and just eating it with her hands out of the bowl that like they're making the food for everybody out of. It's great. And then Meredith is like not, you know, she's very much like Meredith has been like, you can tell the producers were like, you have to engage. Like you can't do what you did last year. Like, I know that was like a funny line. They were like that. I'm disengaging. Like people thought that was like funny for a little bit, but like you have to stick around for at least a little bit. And so you can tell like in the beginning of the season, she really tried, like she really tried to stick around and like yell about certain things. And then in this episode, my favorite, my favorite line 
of like the whole episode, I think, is when she's like, I'm not in a mental state for this level of dissension and gets up. And she's she was showing the most emotion we've ever seen of her, and she was crying. And she gets up and leaves, and Mary goes, But uh, you okay, Meredith? Are you okay? And she goes, Yeah, I need a minute. And then she goes inside and then comes right back out because production obviously was like, You need to go the fuck and sit back down. And if they were at anywhere else, she would have obviously gone home at this point, but like she can't go home because they're on a cast trip to Zion. So she has to come out and sit down. And then that's when Jen's like, or first Whitney is like, Meredith, why are you like sitting and being friends with Mary who did something to me? But then you're saying the same thing about Lisa being friends with Jen did something to you. So she's calling out the, the hypocrisy in Meredith. And then Meredith is just throwing darts at Lisa Barlow the entire time. Like, just yeah. being an, oh my entire, gosh. And Lisa's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, I did like, the basically has nothing. I was here for you. Yeah. Like, um, I was here for you the whole time. Also, um, Jenny's like argument on why with the PI thing, like how she, I'm like, you did tell, you did tell Jen that Meredith got a PI on her. Yeah. And then she said she didn't say that. She's like, she was basically just trying to like make things better. Cover her ass. Yeah. Cover her ass. So Jen asked uh, Meredith, why did you get a PI basically to investigate me. And Meredith says, I got a PI because my children were being attacked and harassed. And I got a PI to investigate everybody. And it just so happened that they said it was 90% sure that it was coming from your camp or you. And that's when just all hell breaks loose. And Jen says, well, your children have also attacked my children and my family. My, My second favorite quote. Meredith had my favorite quotes in this episode, actually. My top three quotes are, I'm not in a mental state for this level of dissension. Okay. My second favorite quote is, um, <laughs> she's like, when Jen is like, I, your, son, your son said he saw my vagina. <laughs> and Meredith is like, I saw your vagina over and over and over and over. And she starts saying that Jen's assistant, your assistant saw your vagina and he told you to cover up. That's when Jen gets up and she's just like, I'm not fucking having this screaming in Meredith's face. If I was, if I was Jen, I'd be like, if y'all bitches do not stop talking about my fucking coochie from season one. But she's I, the one I, bringing like, up her coochie first. I she know, but like, true, okay, true, true, true. true T, actually, Jen is the one who's bringing it up. Wow. Yeah. Now that you mentioned that. But also there was another moment that one of my favorite lines from the episode was when Whitney is basically just like, telling Meredith all this stuff. And then Mary's in the background, like saying things under her breath. And she's like, what did you say? What did you say, Mary? And she said, uh, I just said you were funny, Whitney. And when he goes, I'm not trying to be funny. And she's like, well, to me, you are funny. Like, <laughs> sorry. And then well, Mary's the- like, I can't get into this right now with you, Whitney, because I'm not at the mental place to give you a hundred percent. And I want to give you a hundred percent. I'm not at that place tonight. And I'm like, are you basically telling me that you can't fully drag her and you want to be at the mental place where you can fully drag her? It's like, I'm going to be able to drag you tomorrow. So we'll get into Also that. with what you said about Mary, which was like, what her response is to Whitney, Mary does not have that part of her brain where like when someone says something to you, you decipher it, you hear it. And then you consciously consciously think of like what you're going to say back to it. Like there, that consciously part is not there, like in the, (laughs) but it's hilarious. Like in like last week's episode where they're like, 
when I think it was um, Jenny's husband was like, how's your day, Mary? And she's like, I don't know. Ask me. Ask me about like an hour. <laughs> I don't know yet. <laughs> she just doesn't. Yeah, she doesn't have like, just like, no, like normal people are just like, my day's OK. My day's good. I don't know. And in your mind, you're probably saying, like, ask me in an hour. Yeah, no, literally. But she's just like, she just says whatever comes is, to is mind. The, the first thought, there's no, there's no, um, yeah. And Whitney is I, just I, Sometimes I speak so like hard. Kathy. Sometimes I speak like Kathy Hilton on this podcast. He, he does, guys. And it's hard like, to. Sometimes, <laughs> it's so I speak hard. Like in, sometimes I speak like in shorthand. I'm like, and, you know, Mary was like, you know. She was or like, sometimes yeah. he speaks like Dorit in very longhand, and I don't know where he's getting to. So I just have to jump in and be like, I, I'm going to get to where you're getting to before <laughs> you get there, Zach. Um, we basically have the Jen and Meredith blowout, and we have the uh, iconic line that I'm sure we're going to be talking about in seasons to come. The Who's calling who a fraud? Love you, baby. Bye. Who's calling who a fraud? Love you, baby. Bye. Um, Jen brings up the fact that Meredith has had 10 boyfriends and none of the women bat an eye at this, especially Lisa. The camera pans right to Lisa Barlow and it seems like it's pretty clear in Salt Lake that Meredith steps out of her marriage. And then if you saw the clip for, it was um, a sneak peek of next week's episode, Whitney talks about how Jen and Meredith allegedly cheated on their husbands with the same man. Yes. And yes, I'm sure we're going to get to, I'm sure we're leading up to them eating each other out. Also, these yeah. women were so fucked up this episode. They were all just like drunk beyond belief. Did you see the clip for next week where they all wake up in the same room? Yeah. It was giving so, Roni energy. It was giving Roni, it was giving the water, water. Um, <laughs> Jen, Lisa, Meredith, and Whitney all wake up in the same bedroom. <laughs> Go back to sleep. It's not time yet. Wait, let's get Jen with the hair. Let's go wake Jen. I'm allergic. I think Jen Shaw. Wait, are we in Lisa's room? Yes. <laughs> what the hell happened last night? I remember dancing and drinking. I briefly remember going out to the hot tub. But how the hell did I end up in bed with Jen and Meredith in Lisa's room? Jen and Meredith are speaking after literally fighting all night. So what happens in between this time when the cameras went down to where they woke up in the same room? <laughs> I, I want to no know. Idea. I'm excited. I'm ready. I'm loving Salt Lake. <laughs> it's great. Love it. Well, that is our Salt Lake City recap. All right, so that is our latest episode of It's About Bravo. You guys know where to follow us at about underscore Bravo on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. Um, make sure to keep up with all of the Bravo content that we're delivering you and, you know, talk to us about it. We love you guys in the DM. So thank you guys so much for the support. And thank you so much for listening. And we will talk to you again next week. Love you, baby. Bye. Bye. Bye.